It is Monday, April 20th. Welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk. We're back, you know, after a little, little weekend edition, you know, we're back back at the old seven o'clock Eastern time slot. Welcome everyone. It's draft week. Finally, uh, Kira McCauley, Zach Rothenberger, Josh Beltran, Chad Catcher. We got the we got a little, little quad box here. This is great. That's right. We're roll, rolling squad deep tonight. Oh, you have to. You have to. It's draft week. I mean, on a scale of one to 10, how excited are you guys? I don't know, 11. 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Josh? It's out there, man. I look forward to this every year. Oh, yeah. No, you, I feel like we start talking around like New Year's about this. It's like, hey, who, who are you looking at in the draft? Like, just that's like when it starts to kind of come to, you know, it's like early stages of fruition. But, um, but also, yeah. So obviously, a lot of our shows going to be heavily related around the draft. Um, Michael Jordan, the the Last Dance, that great documentary aired last night. So we'll talk about that, um, and then a bunch of other little little wrinkles, like what we learned over the weekend. We all learned something. Uh, but I'll tell you, let's let's get things started with uh, a little clickbait cleanup, right? Just like we always do. It's, there's always a little something, especially with draft week, right? There's I feel like there's a million things to pick from right now. Uh, so <laughs> I'll say, Zach, do you want to? I'll turn it to you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you're exactly right. There's a lot of nonsense going around right now and a lot of headlines that just just like as wise as a headline. So going off of that, so uh, Justina Anderson reported today with ESPN that the Bucks are not expected to trade for Leonard Fournette. So okay, that's good to know. <laughs> Thank but you. Like, right. So why isn't there a headline saying that Detroit is not expected to trade for Leonard Fournette or Washington or the Rams or any other team that needs a running back right now. Just because Tom Brady's in Tampa Bay. Now it's like, let's just keep feeding off Tampa Bay for headlines. I mean, I can't, I feel like right. Everything that she says, you have to take with, with a grain of salt. Ever since the interview with Odell and Lil Wayne, I I can't anymore with her. I more, I more think that like, it's like every text message she receives, she just tweets out. I picture her to be the person when like they sit down and tell the rookies like, okay, like be careful with social media. This is your time to be a professional. Like, and they're like, don't talk to people like Josina Anderson. Like I guarantee you, like that's exactly (laughs) what teams are saying. Like, like she's the poster child for like what you should avoid. Yeah, it's, it's just like an open book with her. It's like, and the, you never tell I mean, a secret. Chad, and I'm not picking on the Eagles here, but like, because you want to bowl, but like, it's oh, no, usually like is, you guys. She is, the, she is like, she is a beat reporter, but oh, like yeah. not a good one. Not a good one. But it's, I was about to say, it's usually the guys that are usually like out of your locker room, like the year next year, like, which at least that's why you, you're good with it. But like the Jaguars, like quotes all day, like was, Tampa. And, he, and even last year, though, it was like she's reporting that we, we have a locker room cancer, but, like, you're not going to say the name. So what, what's even the point of saying it? I know. Yeah, it was like that whole Odell, Lil Wayne interview that's real, that really irked me with her. Was It's just like you just you just see a vulnerable Odell, in my opinion, and he's just blurting it out. And you're just taking advantage of him, you know? It, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's – I mean, Josh, you, I mean, we, how many times we talked about like at work, like, right. I mean, you see a reporter, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but, but there's that pause. I feel like there are just people who are trying to make it. And like, she's not, she's not tier one. And she just, I think I agree with Chad. She just re- reports out anything that she gets. I know it's, it's like TMZ, like the football version. That's, I mean, that's right. And, like, <laughs> Oh, and then right, there was the whole thing with the Michael Sam instance. Oh, yeah. Remember that when she made up that story? Yeah, she basically said all these yeah. anonymous quote, like players were like uncomfortable with Michael Sam. 
showering in the locker room at the Rams. And then Jeff Fisher was like, he came out and debunked the whole thing. and was like, and she wasn't even supposed to be in the locker room during that time. It was ridiculous. And yet somehow yeah, she like still is. like you know, went up the, the chain at ESPN, but never, nevertheless. All right. I'll, I'll go, I'll go next. If unless, you know, Chad, Josh, you guys got anything? Well, yours, yours is the same as mine. So I'm just going to tag team you. So you, just, you say yours and uh, I'll, I'll follow. Well, okay. It's, I mean, right. This whole chatter now, all of a sudden, the Giants on Justin Herbert, first round, fourth pick. Wow, oh my, really? With You got Daniel Jones last year, but all of a sudden now, like right when when this is the the 72-hour, the 96-hour window, right before, and I'll pull up the tweet I'm looking at, I think it was like on 24-hour sports, right? It's the Giants have interest or, you know, an overall fourth pick and, and Justin Herbert. No, no, mm-hmm. I, I mean, come on, right? And they – it's funny how Chad and I, a Packers fan and an Eagles fan, are, are sitting here. And we're like going to go tell the Giants fans here. And we're like, no, no, it's not going to happen, though. No, I mean the, the Giants were high on Herbert last year. Like they were going to all of his games out in Oregon and traveling all over the place, and he he decided to stay for his senior year. So that that is like just so last year, and it's a complete smokescreen. I mean, Josh, what, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I uh, read something cool today that maybe um, Joe Judge is playing off the Belichick coaching tree a little bit better than we had expected. Supposedly, Belichick does this every year to kind of gauge the weaknesses of the quarterbacks that he might be facing in the coming years. So getting a firsthand input from these guys, you know, looking to get drafted by a team, they're being completely honest, and then just turning it and flipping it to our advantage. If he's doing something like this, I mean, it's it's hard to jump on the Joe Judge train right now, but some stuff like this that'll get him pretty quick get some, on uh, it. some good recognition. Yeah, I could I could get, get on it. It's better than Pat Shermer. I mean, we had but, Pat yeah, Shermer last year. Yeah, but Justin Herbert's not on the train. That's what I'm trying to say. He's on another one. Yeah, he's going somewhere else. He's not going to New York. I, I kind of like it because it's like a, it's like a little. I'll do a little Tony Soprano analogy for you. Instead of thinking like in the short term, he's thinking five steps ahead right now, and I, I like that. That's a very uh, New York, New Jersey, uh, you know, Northern New Jersey vibe. So let's, let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, Chad, you wanted to piggyback off this. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, my mine's more just like I, we've been doing this the past couple of years. The Giants have an early pick, so course everyone's going to get excited because that guy that pick could be someone that's you know great for the franchise and every single year we have to sit there and listen to who the giants are going to pick and it's going to be the perfect draft and then you know draft day comes and it's no one that we expected aside from saquon being number two a couple years ago the other however many picks you guys had in the first round over the last three four years we know we, we don't know we have no idea so like Mine right now is Chase Young. I have no doubt yeah. in my mind that he falls anywhere past number two. The both and of you guys you, think you're getting him at four. The both of them reached out to me within a 10-minute interval saying today, what Zach said it to us in the group chat, right, that there's a possibility of, of some maybe some slip and slip and slip for the mm-hmm. G-men. And right at the same point, it's like lunch break. Josh is calling me saying, like, there's a way we could get Chase Young. So I, I – <laughs> So I, hey, you gotta. We blow it. We blow it. We blow it too often. You're looking at a guy, Chase <laughs> Young, who's can't miss prospect. We want him. Otherwise, what? We're gonna perpetually suck until the end of time at this rate. <laughs> you gotta find those little things. You gotta find small wins. Let him have this dude, one. I'm, 
Yeah. This is like when I didn't play <laughs> basketball in high school and they like let me run out first, like through the layup lines. Like at least give me that. Uh, even better. Even better. I'll even do this for you. If he falls to three somehow, I'll even say how close we got. <laughs> can we can we talk about that though for a second? Because it's actually I'm gonna roll this in and all together. So let's just jump right into the draft chatter. This is great. So uh, I know do, first of all, do we wanna no, no, we'll we'll exercise these demons after this. Because I was gonna say I think there's a better. Well, let me put it this way: I think there's a better chance that Chase Young would go first overall than than he would slip to the Giants at four. Is that fair? I'm not. Yeah. I've said this before. I'm not sold that the Redskins are going to take him at two. I'm not sold that they're bought in with Dwayne Haskins, and that's my. He's he's the best player in the draft, though, by a lot. Josh, we talked about mm-hmm. this at lunch today. He is better than, and I'm not, like, right, like he's the type of guy where you can sit there, and especially in a year where like the facts might not all be there, they, they, right? They said the medical reports were there. They're based on any pro days. They're virtual. Right, you can sit there and be like, "Well, all I need to do is watch the tape and see if this guy's NFL ready right now, and it's going to be great." He's going to have a Nick Bosa impact, right? So, like, why take him? But the this is my twist to how we end up with him. The Lions have to trade out of their pick like tonight or tomorrow. If if the Lions are sitting there and he's at three, and they get some people calling them and they're like, "Hey, do you want to trade back? Um, we'll give you whatever." to move up three spots they're going to take chase young i don't think there's a chance that he falls to four See, would uh, i trade up for him at three if the lines answer the phone and i called them from uh new york would i trade up for him yeah we need it we need it trade, so trade I, your second I, round pick away do whatever you have to do i so that's the only way i can i can i can even come close to agreeing with you it, it has to be for the three slot I, I personally don't think two is going to have, he's not going to make it past two because even if you're not sold on Haskins, like number one, what's Alex Smith doing? Is he still alive? Cause he's a yeah, part of that. Still like yeah, he got hurt. He I know. Really, really, like, really, really bad. He almost leggings, died. Right? Of no he's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you're not sold on Haskins, you still have a, a guy that can go out there and throw some passes for you. So why not take the best guy in the draft, number two? They also traded for Kyle Allen, who Ron Rivera was just coaching. So even if they're not sold on Haskins, they may just go with Allen for the rest of the year. Then anyway. Yeah. I mean, you also there's a, there's a whole idea too that Cam Newton could sign there, right? Like they could say, "Hey, Cam, do me a favor." Just hang tight for a second. Like we'll bring in the full. We need to just like see how the draft goes. See how it flows. Because we don't. Hold on. You think they're gonna they're gonna sign both the Carolina quarterbacks? I mean, with that would be, be nuts. Yeah, I mean, with an off season where there's not gonna be really much communication, why not bring in a guy? I mean, they have Kyle Allen, uh, like Josh you said, but why not bring in a guy who's a veteran and, and knows Ron Rivera's system pretty much already? You know. Um, well, that's, that's the other thing. Both of them know well, the system. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's an issue, too. And Kieran and I talk about this a lot. If you have too good of a quarterback and your team sucks around them, you end up having – like, it's a misfortune because you don't want to win unnecessary games. The Packers looked a lot better for the past, what, eight years prior to last season because of Rodgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, for the Redskins, they have a good team around them, but is Cam going to stay healthy enough to actually do it? What's the best scenario? Having it's a always fun. Your quarterback's too good to, 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 you know, it's like poison. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right. No, I get, I get, no, you're, I get the point, but it, it's, well, right. So that's, that's where it gets interesting with the Redskins because you got to ask yourself, like how far, like, where are they? Are they close? 
But, but you know, let me ask not to just completely just like dart off. I think that defense is close. I think they are too. I, I, I think you had Chase Young and that pushes that defense over the edge, which scares me. But I, I, that's yeah, why. Yeah, that's are the problem. That's why I don't want the Lions to the get him as a Packers fan. The Packers, like, that's what I think. When I look at these teams, I'm like, if I'm a GM, what am I doing? Am I considering myself close enough that I could take the Saints down in the playoffs? If not, is it worth spending? Is it worth, like, taking this, uh, making this move? I don't know. I, I mean, Chase Young is going to be beast. There's no doubt about it. That's, I think, something we can definitely all agree on. Yeah. Hands I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, I, want I, I got a question for you because Zach had a really good article. Um, you know, you got, you've been punching out some great ones for, for the draft, but one in particular was the one that you released, what was it, this afternoon around 4 o'clock? Yeah, a couple time? hours ago, yeah. yeah it, just, it just dropped hot, hot off that the press. Hot. There yeah. you go. It's there. I can still feel the, the warm paper and, and the ink, you know, on my fingers <laughs> looking at it, but no. Looking at it, I can you know, whatever. Anyway, um, but no. So I think there's one. I hey, I love the part where you you gave us a thumbs up as a Packers fan. But I actually do have a little bit of a not that big, yeah, yeah, something, something just to kind of throw out there. Um, you think the Cardinals are like a good pick away from taking like the next jump? Now I don't want to put words in your mouth. Like, does that mean playoffs? So I think taking the next jump, meaning winning record, and I think they could possibly make the playoffs, especially now with a longer, with a larger, um, you know, fourteen teams now in the playoffs. Yeah, I know it's so, only one team, but I really do. Yeah. So I'll kind of stitch the question this way to kind of get like to spit really get it going now. Who's closer, the Cardinals or the Redskins? Cardinals, hands down. The Cardinals' no offense is so legit if they go up the kc model of just have a super powered offense and an average defense they have it almost done they have a perennial defensive player of the year candidate in chandler jones they have pat peterson they went five ten and one they don't they never when it's like the chargers everyone's like oh they're gonna put it together this year i'm like when 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 like they never do it they have the eighth they have the eighth pick and they just got deandre hopkins yeah i'm I'm, then, I'm, I'm on that train too. I kind of like that team. Not, I don't like them. I hate the Cardinals, but I like the Rockets. <laughs> yeah. You got me excited. I was like, I had to like look by my way. Is he on my side or no? So I'm by myself on this? Well, think about the division too. I'm like the Rams. by myself on this when they went 5 10 and 1 last year. <laughs> well, think about it. Tyler's rookie year, Kingsbury's first year. Yeah. And, and like the, the NFC East, when you talk about the Redskins, like they're still at the bottom, no matter what. I don't care who they pick it to. They're still going to be the bottom. The Giants, the Giants will be better. The Cowboys are typically always there. The Eagles are probably the favorite, I would say. And the NFC West, I mean, the 49ers might take a step back. Seahawks got to start faltering a little bit. The Rams are probably going to be obsolete this season. Like this is their their time to come up is now, I think, starting this season. Wait, so Kieran, saying taking the next step, what do you think it means? Like, Zach said 500 record, having a winning record. So I asked him. They're, I said, over, under, they're over under set at seven, I think I saw today. Okay, so, so I said to him, like, is eight and eight? I, said, I asked him earlier before we jumped on the show, is eight and eight, nine and seven? Like, is that, like, what is that to you? Because to that, to me, that to me is, no, like, you're not, you're not moving. But what about the third wild card team? That's what I'm thinking, the third wild card they could get. Even at nine and seven. They could probably get that or, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't see it. I really don't see it. Well, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not trying to give you a hard seven, time about that. this. I'm not like, oh, it's Monday. I just like, I'm just really going to like make sure I'm like pinching you. I would be, I would be waiting to see what they do in the draft. 
Mm-hmm. If they get a if they get a stud, what is CD Lamb on the table for them at eight? And they're just like, here we go. They, they need offensive line help, I think, in my in my opinion. Yeah, offensive line kind of, or anybody on the defense even. Yeah, exactly. Pull, so I'm going to pull up real quick the the draft order again. Can I also just real quick? I'm going to add they're a little. They are it. So can I, I'm going to add a little tidbit in here too. That that I don't know why. And I'm not really, I'm not cranky. I'm actually, I'm excited. It's draft week, you know, here we go. But it's for whatever reason, there's like, there's this tweet, there's this message that gets thrown out every year. And we've been talking about this, you know, before we jumped on the air today. And it, it just, for whatever reason, just kind of irks me a little. And it's, it's that, it's that tweet that you get, by the way, no one actually knows where anyone's going. These mock drafts are completely, you know, like, like, no, 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 no. like it's, and I just here, let's say I'm pretty sure it was Daniel Jeremiah, who I like. I'm just I'm not trying to pick on him, but it's just like like all of a sudden you start, it's like that tweet that's like, oh, you know what? I'm hearing sources that the mocks are completely off and that anything goes and anything can happen to the draft. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> like no one thought the Raiders were gonna take Farrell at three last year. No one thought the Giants were gonna take Daniel Jones at six, right? I mean, yeah, it happens. Hmm. Of course it happens. Father called the mock. Exactly. But no, I just kind of hate that caveat. It's like, it almost be like if like we were at the, like going to like a play at the theater and like raise right the, like the lights get dimmed. I'm like, guys, by the way, this is the time we're supposed to not really like talk. It's like, I know, I know, <laughs> I got it. I don't know. It just seems like it doesn't really need to be said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like an unnecessary disclaimer. Cause it's also right. You hear the thing like all the time where it's like, Oh no, no, we know. I know this. Cause Everyone's going to be a stud. And Josh, we talked about this on Saturday. One of my other peeves is like, where, like when you heard Dwayne Haskins last year was, was Ben Roethlisberger. Now all of a sudden he's like about to get traded. Like, right. And he's like an afterthought. Josh Rosen, the same thing. Oh, he's kind of like Aaron Rodgers. Like, is he? <laughs> Cause they kind of went the opposite way. Like he played and then doesn't play. And then Rodgers didn't play. And now he plays like so <laughs> it, it's it, exactly like the, the chat's got us darkness and, and, and Iris, the keyblade master, but yeah, they get, these predictions are always wrong. Especially look at through the Browns. That's a dark The Cleveland Browns. Oh my God. They're the only people that are worse than the people that can predict. <laughs> I almost threw them in that list, by the way, that they were one pick away, but then I deleted it because I was like, I they get a new head coach, all the characters. Something's I, I gonna go wrong. Yeah, something's gonna happen there. I think they actually might turn it around. Not now, but like two years from now, maybe. I mean, they should. I mean, I, look at all the talent. It's like they such just, a safe they thing made that s- move where they were like egos. They don't exist. Everyone will mesh in our locker room, and oh, then look yeah. what happened. Oh, I know. <laughs> Cancers? What are they like? Yeah. Oh, I know. never heard of them. I know. Oh, I got the vaccine. I know, but they're the but, flat earthers. No vaccine people. But let me ask you. It's like you got. There's some truth to what he said. I'm right. We're all. We all. That's part of why we're so giddy, you know, and all excited for this. It's just that, right? The, it, we we don't know what's going to happen. There are it's it is like watching Game of Thrones that rush where just a character can get off at any moment like and that's the same feeling at this draft you could trade up you could trade down like you don't know you always have to be paying attention, uh, it's just I don't know. Like, yeah, they're, 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 I think there's gonna be a ton of trades and all these mock drafts are just gonna get blown to smithereens. Right, exactly. On, so you know? it's just that's what makes the draft so much fun. But at the same point, I don't need you to tell me right before it. You know what it is? It almost be like you were studying with someone, and then like right before the test, they're like, "By the way, I don't know if my study guide was right." You're like, "What?" Like, <laughs> it's like, like so. After a while, I just learned not to take. You always got to take it with a grain of salt. 
Yeah, and I kind of feel like the Patriots could be could be uh, lurking somewhere in the weeds too, going to do oh, something yeah. to surprise us. That seems like the the Patriot way, in my in my opinion. So let's talk about them for a second, real quick. Like, is we'll start with the quarterback. Is like we'll use that as the sun and make the planets revolve around that. Like, like is is that quarterback? Like, are you expecting them to take a quarterback? And if not, what are you expecting at the quarterback position start of the season? Per- me personally, and I'll just, I'll just start off. I don't think they'll take a quarterback at 23. I think if they're going to take a quarterback, they're going to be jumping up to get to get one. Uh, there is a lot of good quarterback depth. I think Jacob uh, Eason is a good good quarterback that's in the later first round, maybe in the second round. But And it kind of like what I alluded to a little bit earlier with the whole offseason and the lack of communication. Like Jared Sims has been in the locker room for a couple of years. I mean, yeah, he's not the sexy name, but he knows the system pretty well. So he could be kind of like the safe play for them as far as like knowing the system instead of bringing in a new guy that they might not even be able to meet for months down the road. Um, the only way that I see them getting one is if they jump somehow in the top 10 and snag like Herbert to or, or love or Jordan love maybe. But um, I don't think they will at 23. And that's a steep price too. Like yeah. I, I, that's why I keep hearing, Oh, they'll go up and get somebody. I'm like from, from 23. It's a hike, Josh. It is. It is. What do you think about if they sent a six rounder for Josh Rosen? And they're like, we can try to fix them. Yeah. It's a cheap price. In the same quarterback room. See what happens. It scares me because we'd all be like, oh, no, it's going to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, know I mean, right? Everyone's going to think that. Oh, yeah, of course. But, well, so definitely if I'm the Patriots, I don't I don't know. How good do you feel about that? It's one of those things where, like, yeah, if you, I think if you if you would do it, then you do it. It's just like a hard way of putting it. It's like, wait, what? Like, But, I mean, like, right? Yeah, like, yeah, if you, no, I think I know. If you think, like, you, if you would pull the trigger on it, then it's probably going to work. Because like basically say if you're gonna actually make that your plan, then I believe that their if that would be their plan. I believe their plan would work. But if that's not the like it's not one of those things where like, oh, we'll take them. Like he just showed up on their lap and they're like, oh well, I mean, we'll right, find right. you know what I mean. Brian like Flores it doesn't call up about Yeah. It's not like, hey, by the way, like it's this isn't like baseball where it's like, hey, this is a prospect that got tossed in like a deal like that you find his way up into another team's like system like two years three years later. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. I don't know, Chad, what about you? What do you think? I I think they're going to just roll with what they got for this year. And if this is going to take it like the Patriots always take anything. If something comes up draft night that they like, they'll move, they could, they might move up and select a quarterback. But I still think even if they take a quarterback, they're going to be the team that, that has them sit the year um, and, and just learns the system um, and what is expected of him to be on the Patriots. Um, so I really just think this year is kind of a wash for them. Um, and that I don't believe no matter that. what they do. All right. Can I, I challenge do. you? That? No, hear, hear me out on this because, and I don't like, like, sorry, I mean, just take that from our way, but no, right. Bill Belichick, man, come on. You know, he's going to try to win that breakup there. There is, He's kind of got that MJ, like, so then you think he's going, he thinks they're moving up to get an early round quarterback. I don't know, they're but not, I also, they're not, not bad enough of a team also to just be like, oh, Tom, like, oh, 40-year-old Tom Brady's gone. Now we're done. No, like, they can still figure it out. But if they're not going after any of the quarterbacks, like Jameis or Cam or anything like that, the only other option is to move up in the draft and get a and get a quarterback early. Like, they're, they're not winning with a, a, a quarterback that's been a backup his whole career. That's not going to happen. 
What about like an Andy Dalton or something? Zach, what were you going to say? Sorry. <clears throat> no, I was going to say uh, Chad kind of got off the whole backup quarterback thing. I mean, look what they did with Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy Garoppolo. Like there are guys that were kind of backups and brought up in the times they needed them, you know, during those situations. I'm not saying Jarrett Stidham could be that type of person or Brian Hoyer, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like they could be, they could just rock, roll with what they have and they might know something that we don't know something about them and just kind of prove us all wrong. It's just like that weird mystique about the Patriots. It's like, here's Karen, here's, here's another thing. Do you think, do you think Brady wins the Super Bowl next year? No. Okay. So then does Belichick have to win the breakup in year one? No, but he can't suck. <laughs> Like, there's ahead. a difference. So you, one minute you're telling me, oh, they're just going to like, you know, figure it out for Trevor Lawrence or I guess is that, if that was what you're implying. Like for next year, there's a big gap between that and being like, oh, can they win the Super Bowl? Like, I, you know, I, what if they miss the playoffs? Like, or, the, you know, what, or like, what if they make the playoffs and lose in the middle of it? Like that would work. The Patriots have a winning season to me that that works. Yeah, I mean, like. For an 8-8 eight eight season, honestly. Yeah, exactly. As long as they show that like, oh man, like. All they have to do is not make us as football fans go, oh, man, they're really missing Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they still have a style of defense, and, and that, that'll help them big time. Um, you know, the division, Dolphins are going to be better. The Bills are good. The Jets, eh. But, no, I mean, they do have the team, and they, they, they do need some talent. Right, the Jets, man. Oh, like, you know they're going to get it wrong. <laughs> You're like the kid uh, in the class that's always sweating before the test, and you just know you're like that kid's so getting a 72 on this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean they it's pretty so much showed so their. True. It's so you know, true. They pretty much showed their hand. They need a wide receiver with their first round pick. Like there's no other pick they can. Yeah, really but they make. got Brashad Perriman. That's about it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's is that it? I'm pretty sure yeah. it's like the only one worth talking about. Yeah. No offense, to anyone else. They have Quincy Do you remember him? I was actually going to ask if he's still there. Yeah, he is. He, like, broke his neck or some something serious. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's okay, but, like – It was, like, one of those, happened. like, IR neck injuries last year kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I but think... they're just as bad as the Giants and the Browns. <laughs> they just – did you see this thing? Okay, so I feel like this is worth talking about. Jamal Adams, they might not extend him. You're going to tell me you have a top three safety in the league and you just don't want to pay up? Yeah, stupid. Are you kidding me? That's so Jets. Hey, we got this really good guy. No, let's let him go. (laughs) Yeah, forget about it. Yeah, that's the motto up there. Forget about it. But, um, no, I don't know. I just feel like I got to almost watch more Jets tape. I don't watch any Jets tape, so I'm not going to make it to watch any at all. This guy had, like, let me tell you his stats, if I remember them right. He had like 80 tackles, six and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, and an interception. And he returned one for a touchdown. Would you take that? Would you pay that person $15 million a year to literally yeah. run all over your defense and be the captain? Yeah, Absolutely. He's a he's an upgraded landing columns is what he is. That's actually best better in coverage like, and just better overall. I was just thinking that too. But you could always. What did the Jets get? Why not just trade him then? Why would you let him walk? But that's the thing. You got to trade him. I mean, that's a mess. Get a first round pick for him. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The first round pick. That's a mess though, because they, they the problem with a lot of these teams is they they get 
themselves into a tizzy. Like, here's almost an example. This is a way, way, way less dramatic example. But, like, right, the, the Bengals, what are you going to do with Andy Dalton if you take Joe Burrow? Like, you got to move them. Like, kind of see the, like, the, the, the Carol. I mean, you know, I don't know. Like, did you, well, did you see the tizzy that, that the, the Jags got themselves into today? Oh, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Little, that was, a bit. It was juicy. Bit. Yeah. Go for it. Well, it was, it was Yannick and, the, and their GM. We're going at it on Twitter. And uh, Yannick basically calls him out, tells him to stop hiding. He tells him he's not hiding. I'm in isolation, getting ready for the draft. I've been pretty active on social media, but you wouldn't know since you unfollowed me again. And then Yannick responds and says, since you're feeling, uh, since you're feeling might today, you might, wow. Let's both let the world in on the truth. Uh, we have been in discussion that the Chargers game was my last game, yet you try to backdoor the situation without answering any of my camp calls. Shaking my head, you spoiled bra, holding people up for no reason with a clown emoji. He, he responds, new regime here, sure, sir. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the contrib- contributions you made here. That said, tweeting insults at me won't get you traded any faster. Only good trade compensation will do that. Please redirect your efforts in a more productive outlet. Yannick said, just trade me. I don't need the speech. He said, show me the compensation. I'm sure you're really driving up the price today, by the way. And that was it. That was a good zinger. That was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah I was like sitting there. It was like story time. But didn't it take you back to like high school? You're like, yo, did you hear these guys have beef or whatever? You're like, what happened? You're like, well, da da said this and da da said that. It's just like, I don't expect that from NFL executives. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like do, so – but here's my thing is like, if you're going to come out and say like, you know, like you're driving your price down by the way, by doing this, like you're also driving his price down by responding to him. I know. Like, just let him tweet out his crap. I know he's been doing it already. Yeah. That's so yeah. bad. The Jaguars yeah. are really bad. Yeah. That, yeah for him. To spot. Yeah. I mean, that ownership group sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does. Just, go, just go to London. Well, that's the thing. It's like they're like, oh, we don't want to go to London. I'm like, that's the ultimate clickbait. I'm like, just stop. Like, we get it. Yeah. I like going back, we talked with them on on Saturday about their quarterback situation. I don't know if I'm still I don't know if, if Minshew's the guy there. I mean they got no, rid I of don't, Nick, like I know they got rid of Nick Foles, but did they do that just to clear uh, salary space and then maybe bring in like a first round. Pick. I don't think they know what they're doing. I think they're like the kid in your fantasy league where you're just like, thank God you're in the league because that's like a free, that's a free thing of money, like where they never really make the playoffs. Like, right? I mean, it's, it's the guy you want week 13 when they're just out of it and you know it's the way, it's yeah. The way up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I don't know. It, it... Well, then how about the whole uh, Leonard Fournette? When we, oh, we talk yeah. about clickbait, but like, the fact that yeah, they're really, that too, means, like, we never actually talked about block, really yeah. just trashed Josina Anderson. Like, we're just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, well, she said it, so it can't be real. Like, we didn't actually give any thoughts. No, to, like, I mean, he's been he's been on the block for like the last week, two weeks. Has been that long? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, well, they right, let's... just don't need him. He's not doing it. The team, like, the team was in almost ready mode. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Cowboys. You add the running back, you hope that that, like, takes you to the top. But then they crumbled. They literally fell apart. That was a bunch of egos of a team, too. It wasn't yeah. great. 
and Alex them. Now trade for net. You have nothing to do with him. It's well, like a beat up car. That who's going to trade like, for him? That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so if, if I was like, hey, Josh, I have like something that may or may not be a lemon. And someone's like, well, I got a brand new Civic that like I can lease you like on Thursday. Yeah. Aren't you like, and I'm like, no, 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 but the brakes might be okay. Like, you're not doing that. Well, you're taking like, the fresh car, like the potential. new one. It's like the the Jaguars aren't the only team that's ever gone through this, too. Like for for as much as we all hate the Seahawks, their entire defense was split up. That basically got them the Super Bowl um, and, and made them that, that that little dynasty they were. Yeah, but they know what years. they're doing. That's what I'm saying. Like the Jaguars, no, are the but only they team can't that's gone draft in the first round. The Seahawks almost get lucky. They're with a Russell Wilson-led team. They're like the thing that we were talking about earlier. Oh yeah, Russell Wilson will just not lose. This man yeah. just refuses Seattle. to lose. <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Oh, sorry. The stadium is sick. <laughs> the whole area. It's oh perfect. yeah, we know all it's about the stadium. Football Central. We, yeah. we talk about it, Chad. You can explain it because you kind of created the phrase. It's the truth, though. It's like yeah. it's like the it's like the board game Dallas, but like so. But, so it's like basically, if you're ever watching Red Zone, which I know we all watch Red Zone every weekend. And it's getting into the third quarter of, of these four 25 games. And you see the Seahawks at home and they're down. They're always at home, by the way. They, I yeah. swear, all 16 games they play are at home. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. once. They always if, play at Carolina. But If they're down anything less than like 21 points, just just take them. Take oh, yeah. them, take oh, them, take God. them. They're always down because, by 18. Yep. And Seriously, they always find a way to come back and win. So it is just – it's free money. So I, I'm always secure and I'm always like Seattle. I just text them the word Seattle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, it. That's, That's how it goes. And to further add the detail, it's like they're down 18 with like two minutes left to go in the third. And it's just like – but they have the ball. So like, okay, so they have the ball. And then they go down. And it takes a little longer than you expect because they start moving down. But then like next thing you know, it's 13 minutes left to go in the game. They score. But then immediately the other team like fumbles like on like the second play and then like it's yep. like it's like second and eighteen so the drive's already over so like they're already just punting so it's like then they get the ball back score again this is usually like a home run play to like Tyler Lockett or somebody and I'm just like here oh we go then everyone's like Whoa, we're having fun out there yep. and then um yeah and then and then that's when the other team's like okay 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 we got this like and then they'll start driving and then you're like well like you know like because then the Bearcats like well maybe this will not be enough for the Seahawks it might be just a little bit short and then like there's like three minutes left and then that's like when they get stuck on like the 50 and they punt to Russell Wilson he gets the ball on, like the 10 yard line with like oh I don't know somewhere between like a minute and 30 and like three minutes to go and it's just whoop right down the field ball game Seattle yeah yelling yeah. Jacob Hollister going for 50 yards or something yeah yeah, yeah. exactly I mean, we lived the Packers lived on a Thursday night not last year the year before that oh yeah yeah yeah, we almost lived it out last year in the playoffs. It's magic in <laughs> Seattle. Yeah. They you know, and you know it's happening too. And for whatever reason, that's just – why is it when it happens? I, it's like it's like like just like that, the code says that the broadcasting crew must at some point be like, it's getting really, really <laughs> loud here. That crowd is back. It is so loud. And I'm just like, I know. I know. And you hear that, you just sink into your couch. It's like, yep, we're losing. <laughs> I know. Talk about feeling helpless, right? Like, it's just a sickening feeling. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I went to a, a Seahawks-Giants game up at, at MetLife like three seasons ago. Okay. It, it was like, I, I, like, I mean, it was probably 50-50 well, Seahawks-Giants fans. I mean, I know it's New York, obviously, so you get a lot of fans from all over the place. But they, they, they travel very well, too. Like, that fan base is not just hanging out in Seattle. <laughs> No, they are. They, they do bounce sweet. around a good bit. Yeah. 
Um, but I'll tell you, all right, so let me ask you this. So speaking of bouncing around, I had to bounce around some questions. We took the wonder luck <laughs> over the weekend. We said we'd take it. We did. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, so I'll tell you, without further ado, let's let's pull up the categories real quick because, you know, for anyone that didn't watch our show on Saturday, these were the different categories that the, the old wonder lick test has to offer. So we got quick recognition, logic questions, verbal reasoning, and word problems. All right. The biggest issue I had, and I'll pull up our scores real quick so everyone see the little side, side track crew. The biggest issue I thought with it was my timing. Chad, did you have an issue with that too? Because we kind of we yeah. kind of brought up the rear there. <laughs> yeah, I told I told you that I was I didn't do well the first time around. Um, yeah, no, I just I I got forty four of the fifty questions done. I think. Are you in forty No. See, I finished, but I guessed on easily like fifteen of them because I like looked up and I had like three minutes to go, and I was like, oh man. So yeah, yeah. there was well, a good. It was just, it was confusing. Like I was cranking through the first ten questions. I think I used up maybe a minute of time. Like I was cranking them out. And then like you started to get, it's not like hard math, but it's like, it's math that you have to do in your head because you don't have a calculator. not allowed to have a calculator. Oh, and then all pull, was it again? It was, it's like, it's like a word problem. Well, yeah, it's a word problem that involves like long division. I know. So you're just like, you're sitting there contemplating it and then you get the right answer, but it's like a minute, 20 seconds later. So you're like, oh man, and all of a sudden you're done. So that's happened to me. Yeah, I was especially when the ones with like uh there was one question that was ridiculous. I'm trying to think uh I was like the one there's like one that's like someone buys someone a drink who buys someone a drink and I'm thinking like <laughs> it's like did the other person buy the person's drink and I'm like what? Like yeah. um, oh, there's a whole bunch of those, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um the you know, Karen is friends with Josh and Josh is friends with Zach. Is Chad friends with Josh? <laughs> Just like, yeah, whoa. Like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was like. It was like, <laughs> yeah. And then there was like, yeah, there was other questions. Um, which were called, the, uh, the thoughts went right in my head. I was going to say, uh, what was the other one that would trip me up? Was it, it, oh, it was the, it was the one where it was like, oh, pick the three words or whatever, or pick the words that are the same. Mm-hmm. And it yep. was like, yeah, happy, sad, upset, ecstatic, like, enthused and then you're just kind of like wait hold on there's like two words are like there's other two words are like like where's the third one like you're trying to just find that third one because you know that some match up right like, yeah yeah one of one of my favorite was when you could you've been reading the question it's like they're purposely trying to catch you it's where they say person a or all four partners in a business agree to split the profits evenly person a uh-huh. distributed twelve thousand dollars b six thousand and then except they oh i remember that one amounts it's like five so and seven yeah, so it's like you would think, okay, so I guess they're all different, but no, it says in the first sentence that they all get the same profit. So it's like you divide it by four, and that's what the profit is. It's like not not this time, Wonderlick, but uh, yeah, they, they, they catch you. <laughs> well, I'm gonna pull yeah. it up. There was oh, go ahead. There was, one, there was one more weird type of question. Oh, it was the one that said um, it said it was like a jumbled up sentence, and it said to like rewrite your own sentence and and then collect or select oh, the word yeah. that you finish with. Like, f- select the word you finish with, and I'm like, is that the one about or the last one like the leap years? Like leap years? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was so yeah. It had to end with years, right? And but right. there was also a, there was also in that sentence the word year. So I was just like, oh, I was yeah. Sure. I had no idea. Yeah. What it, that was one that just it took me a while just to understand what it was trying to ask me, and then that, that, <laughs> that tripped me up with my budget for time. Wait, yeah. here, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull the scores real quick so we can compare them. Um, 
Um, look at that, Josh. You're showing off that Villanova education there the, with a sexy 43. <laughs> um, this was not a good look for the big five. Yeah, Josh, you're in. <laughs> for us, I Chad. Was, the one <laughs> I was. LaSalle bringing up the bottom. Yikes. Penn yeah. State did well. Oh, but for, for the good news for Josh is uh, according to whatever website I was on, that score should get you a job 100% of the time. <laughs> Look at you. Dude, well, hey, I was, I was in the seventh that in your back pocket, right? That's your resume. <laughs> um, I'm going to pull up two. So there's a list of some of the, the, the players in this year's um, draft class that, that took the test. So Stu Notable, J- Joe Burrow uh, scored in between, uh, you know, us for the 34. Um, Chad, you got the same score as Jordan Love. How about that? 27. Okay. I'll take that. Um, I so- did better than two of yeah, yeah, you did. Um, let's see. And then Jalen Hearns did an 18. And all right. Yeah. Not really that great of a, of a, you know. I feel better. You did better than the Alabama, like the quarter- Alabama quarterback. You feel good. As long as you're in the numbers with, like, quarterbacks that are respected in this draft pool, like, I think we'll take that. You know, 20s, <laughs> no. like, Jordan, like Jordan Love, everyone's thinking he's a good prospect. Right there you go. Yeah, I feel good about that. Yeah, that's true. I'm also, I also got a couple of years in all these guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> when they said that you want to be, I guess, above a twenty, I was like, all right, just just get above a twenty. Is that what they yeah, said? Get me there. Get yeah. me there. Give me above a twenty. Yeah. Or I feel better. That's like the average. I think that's like what they want you to be at minimum a, a twenty. All right. Yeah. Did I, I saw the shot, Kyle. guys? Yeah. I should ask Kyle what he got. What, or we should we? That's probably somewhere already. Oh yeah, you gotta now ask. Him. I thought you told me he now did I'm well interested. back when he was going. Yeah, I thought you told well, me. I, I would, I would forget what that is at this point, though. Um, I'll tell you while you're pulling that up, it's funny. So this is kind of a nice little segue because I was we were talking about taking the Wonderlook test during the Michael Jordan documentary airing last night, The Last Dance. Oh was the first, man, was uh, did you get the score? He beat me by two. He got twenty nine. Yeah, he lost to you by one. <laughs> Oh, baby. Also, but the article I'm reading, it did say Lamar Jackson scored a 13. So, Okay. Well, that's the MVP, so I guess my yeah, exactly. No, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's actually let's talk about that for a second. Do you guys – I mean, do you put any weight into that? I think – yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I, 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 Zach, I can already tell that I'm going to agree with that statement to finish that one. <laughs> I, I think from a quarterback <laughs> – I think from a quarterback perspective, it's important. You know, because you got to analyze, you got to pick apart the defense like quick. You, you like the shot, the game clock is how long? You know, it's not that you don't have that much time once you get out of the huddle or even a no huddle. So you got to be able to break that down. I think you need quick, you got to be quick, analytical. Yeah. yeah. But long division doesn't necessarily mean I'm not going to throw it into a cover two. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with that. So I think, I think the quickness part of the test is, is what Zach's alluding to there. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I don't really, I don't really need the quarterback to be, you know, proficient in, in long division, uh, with, without a calculator. But you're more interested in time management skills on the test. <laughs> yeah, for for a quarterback, I would love to. I would, I, 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 you need, he needs to be able to have time management, or else that clock's never going to go off in his head. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's all about efficiency. So. Josh, do you hold any high regard? You're a big draft person. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I agree with what these guys are saying. I think that's pretty much like to me the level of importance. Well, Karen, let me spin it this way: What do you what do you think holds more weight, the wonderlick or the size of a quarterback's hand? Hands. The hands. Really. 
I, I vote. I actually might that. go ahead too. Yeah, because gripping a football like you could draw being able to whiz it. True. Yeah, you could you could draw at least right ball security. Like who's get, right? Like no, but uh, to be fair, I don't think. Honestly. I think I think you're saying to me, it's like Kieran, like. What 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 do you care about more when you go out to dinner? Like how much salt spilled up in the salt shake, or how many napkins there are in the thing? It's like I'll probably take napkins, but like either way, I'll like it, we'll figure it out. Like it's not that like you know. So here's here's something for you, not to dive too deep into the wonderlick, but so if you scored, I'm, I'm not saying I don't know, just say if you score very well in the wonderlick, you're a quarterback, whatever. Like what does that say about about you? That might say that you're like a decent student, like you paid attention, like you were discipline you you read or whatever i don't know whereas if you score like below a 10 what's that say you just relied on your talent your whole career you're not going to put the work in you're not going to spend the time thinking about or whatever like reading doing homework maybe i'm reading way too far into this but that's just my no no, no. i think that has validity like i think it depends because from my perspective if you put them both at like 50 50 and you had to take from like equilibrium mm-hmm. and every point was like one direction or the other if we move to like 70% hand size and 30% of the Wonderlick score, so what, like, whatever, 15, 16. Yeah. So if you got a 16 and like had in the 70th percentile for hands, I feel like I lean towards that. But if we're going like 90, 10, then I, I can't because I need to have my quarterback has to have a brain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I just wanted to like just look okay on that test. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, no, you it's do. Just, I mean, it's like, like above a twenty. That's perfect. That's all I'm asking I, for. I thought, I thought I was, I was in the middle of a Rivers exam. Oh, that's thing. what I was gonna say in high school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Josh, we had this teacher in high school, and like literally one of her questions would be something like this: for it was a history class, so it'd be like, um, George Washington was the first president of the United States. He decided uh, to move to the White House in like the year da 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 da. Like his wife lived there. Like he had a kid that lived there. Like uh, he loved living there. Uh, George Washington became the first president a lot of the time. Like, I'm not kidding. It'd be this long. It'd be like, because he was so great in the Revolutionary War. Who did he defeat, like, on Christmas Eve to sail across? Like, what Like, like, it'd be like, what river did he sail across to defeat the Hessians or something? And you'd be like, <laughs> Dude, so I used to have a pen and I would, like, cross out, like, the parts of the, the question that lit nothing to do with, like, the actual, like, you know, multiple choice or whatever. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do so well. I was yeah. the guy getting the 70s. That's <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Macaulay. Uh, well, you know, it's funny, too, about this. Uh, not to, to ramble on about our high school days here, but I, it's funny. I, so the way it worked, too, is like because the different tracks, right? You had like the AP, the, the honors, and like track two, three, et cetera. Right? So um, the year before, I loved uh, the history teacher I had. So I, I did well enough to get moved into the, the honors track. And that's not patting myself on the back because, like I said, I did not do so hot when she taught us that. <laughs> Uh, and I was, I think, literally like, right on the line to like get sent back down. And I really felt like it was like like the pros. Like I'm thinking, like I don't want to get sent back down. Like come on, like that's like because everyone knows you got sent back down. Like first sure I was in the track below well, here, so it's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but wait, Kieran, what happened then? What happened? So well, and here was the craziest thing, Josh. So she taught. So so sophomore, she taught honors, and then she taught like track two, which was the one behind honors, like the one like the next one down. Um, and she taught juniors for that. So the worst part was if you got knocked out of sophomore's <laughs> honors, then you got bumped into track two, which she taught the next year. So you're really screwed. You're basically, and it had nothing to do with like the level. She was just, you know, it was, either you took, you either, you had been well, you know, did well in the class or you didn't. Uh, most didn't. I did not. 
Uh, yeah, but no, it, I just remember, yeah, thinking like, cause they said like, Oh, usually about the, about five to 10 kids every year. Like they send down and then they usually send back up. Like, cause there's usually five, the five or 10 kids that did really well. It, track it, two it's again. relegation. Yeah, it is. It, that's it's really, it was really like the relegation system. system. That's exactly what it yeah, was. No, I get it. We had stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So you're thinking like, you're looking around like, Oh man, can I beat this kid? And it's like, it's a big, it's a big test. Like big test. Dude, even more than that. Remember the rankings on every report card, the class oh, yeah. rank. Wait, they're saying oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. George Washington lived in the White House, right? They're, they're saying the chat he didn't. I thought he moved in later. Well, I thought like his second 17? term he did. Alexa, when did they build did it? George Washington live in the White House? <laughs> ah, construction. Yeah, did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. When did they finish it? <laughs> Some point when old John Adams, I guess, was moving in. According to Alexa, thank you, Alexa. Um, okay. Oh man, I am an idiot. See, that's probably why I got a seventy in the class. <laughs> Maybe it's, I it's an eight-year swing, but whatever. Yeah, um, but I'll tell you. So looking at the chat too. So Jay Clavins one has a good question too. What? So like, what intangibles do you value then in a college player? Because it's funny too. We talked a little bit about this on Saturday. We were Josh. We were saying like, what phrases scare you? Right? Like, oh, a guy who's raw, or like a guy who needs coaching, but like. What are some phrases you're like, oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Like, what, like, what is something that you love about that? All right. I think um, I like the phrase winner. Sometimes it gets too much stock put into it, but I like when they come out and they're like, yeah, all he knows how to do is win. Deshaun Watson, all that guy knows how to do is win. And what does he do? Find a way to win. He's like a more injury-prone, differently athletic than Russell Wilson kind of guy. Just all yeah, he finds ways to and win. Wilson's the same way. Yeah. 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 No, for me, it's it's similar to winner would be like leader and dedicated. I would say like someone who is good with uh, leading by example, building relationships with his teammates, and uh, putting in extra time in the uh, whether it's the weight room or the film room. So th- things like that that don't really have a, a value to it for me. My mine's confidence. If you're if if you can uh, like just just show pure confidence through every step of the way, not just in college, but like we we had Kyle on what two weeks ago at this point now, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. he explained the, the whole draft process and how they go into meetings where they they pretty much set you up to just get berated and and, and try and take you off your game. So if you can stay confident through that. And you kind of get that build, and and that becomes to your name. Um, I, I love that. I love confidence. That's a great one. Yeah. All right. No, let me think. <laughs> That's the toughest. No, I, I think. Right here. <laughs> um, no, I think. I, I would kind of just take. I don't know if I have like a particular word. It's whatever. Like that. That Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady fire is right. Like you can see Mahomes out there. Like he's the type of guy. And it kind of gets it right. It kind of is a, like a blend of all those, the winner, the leadership, mm-hmm. right? Like all those different things kind of at once. I, mm-hmm. I, he, I want that guy who's like, it's, you know, it's funny. I think of like, remember the Titans when uh, coach Boone says, you're the Colonel, you command your troops. Like you want that guy. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, and that's <laughs> like that Gary Brutier, Julius, like that, you know, that whole, that, like that fire. Yeah, it's like that with a uh, desire to be the best. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like the guy who's not fire. afraid to go there. 
Yeah. You on exactly. the, the left side or the strong side, Karen? Strong side. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. This actually is a perfect segue into what I was going to ask next. So, speaking of the like that mental toughness and going there, last dance was pretty good last night. Would you oh, say? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It almost kept me up all night. I had to. I had to calm down. I mean, that there's so many different ways we can get to jump into this with. Uh, yeah. What no. Was I your just, favorite, what was your favorite part? What I thought was was really interesting was when he was a rookie and, and he was in the hotel room and he was look, knocking around trying to find everybody and he opens the door and the one and everyone's either doing cocaine, smoking weed or, or with a girl. Oh yeah. And he's like, all right, I'm out. It was like a degenerate <laughs> festival. And what, I mean, like they basically made it sound like Skid Row was, was the 84 Bulls. So, so I got a question. I got a question for you guys. You you're on, you're on that team, right? You're on that team. You're watching that, that documentary with your family last night. What what of the three groups are you t- telling your family you're a part of? Because MJ said the whole team was in there. <laughs> are you are you a part of the cocaine crew, the weed crew, or the girls crew? I think I don't know. <laughs> I might be on the cocaine train. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, th- 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 this is this just segment just took a complete spin. All right, no, I I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> well, what gets you out of the trouble the, the least? Or the most, I don't know. Maybe you said you drove MJ there. (laughs) I was with him exactly. I was. I was. How did he get there? Right? You tell me he went alone. That's not safe to go in Chicago. You probably needed a friend. Maybe like. It's that point. Then they probably be thanking you, saying, "Thank God you're hanging out with Michael Jordan." You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there, you go. That's true. Josh is going right for it. He's like, "I I do the right." Jesus. Uh, like all right but um you know but well it's funny it's you, Jesus. <laughs> well you set me up in two different ways for, for i was going to say what like there's this other segment we're going to do called what did i learn and like there's just so many things right because that's the one thing i love about those documentaries is right you hear about all the different players and and and, and aspects and, and there's like right there's different things where i'm like i didn't know that because like, I'm we're 28, right? So especially for us, but really everyone can say that in different time periods, I think. So I think it's it that's one of the cooler parts. But real quick, I'll kind of just spin it back to MJ. I think for me, my favorite part is just watching him play basketball. And that sounds like really cheesy or whatever, but I said to to, to my roommates and, and to you guys before the show that it was like art. It's like watching mm-hmm. art. It's beautiful. The way he dribbles, the way he gets through the lane, the way he navigates, the way he finds people, the way he plays defense, the way his attitude, the way he won. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's and beautiful. Yeah. What what really struck me also was uh that exhibition preseason game in France. And then I guess they won or they lost the preseason game before. And he went in like, no, we're not losing two in a row. And he took it as if it was almost like a playoff game. And he goes to this preseason game and just just balls out and, and they win. And he's like, all right, next, like we're on the next one now. Like he viewed it as if, like maybe it was just his mindset of just trying to train himself and his teammates. Like every game matters, no matter if it's pick up with freaking Susie Q over at elementary school or if it's in France. Well, you know what I mean? So, and then just continuing on that train too, just because we're on, we're on the abroad part of that. Even on top of that, when when they won the uh, what like I guess it was a, a, a tournament, right? A, uh, a preseason tournament. Um, and all of his teammates that hadn't won already were celebrating. And he's just, they're like, yeah, this doesn't count. <laughs> like, so like he, he puts in all the work to make sure he doesn't lose because he, he's a, he's a born bread winner. But then when they actually win that, which 
I, I get it. That means nothing for him. But he's just like, yeah, guys, like this this means nothing. We're we're good. He's more interested in not losing. That's yeah. I love. Oh, yeah. I know. And he thinks about the next game after. He's like, all right, this is done. Like it's very he's very business like, which uh which I like. Mm-hmm. And seeing seeing his days and in you know North what? Carolina. What about just like seeing him ball North Carolina and just oh, like yeah. kind of like seeing it like how like it, this like God almost a basketball came to be. Yeah. I mean, it, it was all great. But I think what stuck out to me the most, um, and this is something I already knew, but uh, for, for people that, that, that don't know much about MJ or, or last night was kind of their first, their first look into seeing the type of, of, of man he was and, and to a basketball player he was outside of just knowing how good he was, um, is it seemed like he was doing all he could to keep his team together especially when it seemed like none of it could go right and they were going to have to split up and, or, or Phil was going to have to be fired, anything, all of that, all together. And all he was trying to do was bring that team together, right? And we have everyone saying that LeBron is, is better than him, and they're still even saying it today. But think about it this way. Is on all the teams LeBron has been on, he's not trying to bring them together. He's just trying to find his next team and get his next – group of players together to try and win again like they're just two different guys two different guys it's i'll go i'll go yeah sure i'll go i it's the it's the argument and you know that i i firmly stand on mj's way better than lebron but here's the thing right like most people get upset and they're ah right i can admit that lebron's the best player that we've seen in the last what like i'd say almost right before like kobe and I'm like, and then right, and then from there, like it's like, oh, then if you want to start dropping the gloves and be like, well, I think Kobe was better, and right, okay, like, but like, at least you could have like the, like, I think we could all at least just sit there and be like, there's an argument, like, right, like at least you can, I can understand why some people take a side on one side, like, right, like I don't agree with the LeBron side, but I get it, I get why people think that he's the greatest of all time, like I can at least, like I, right, I empathize with what they're they're saying, but at the same point, I don't agree, um, mm-hmm. and I, and I just think when you look at like just what he did, MJ, it is, I mean, like. That's it's that it. I mean, like I said, the funny thing is, NFL game two, and he said, um, "You guys hear me, guy?" Yeah, yeah. Now I can. Yeah. Did I go away for there for a second? I got like the notice. It was like, "Oh, your microphone changed." I'm like, "Why?" Yeah, for a hot Before, second, yeah. How many seconds? <laughs> All right. Basically, Michael Jordan was really good at basketball. Is what I was getting at my rant, but. Uh, but no, I, I think, right. And that's the thing with Jordan, um, or LeBron. I mean, it's, he doesn't have, like you said, Chad, it's a great point. And I hate the people that say, oh, well, it's got Pippen. Okay. Well, he didn't ask them to go get like, right. He didn't say, oh, I need help. Go get me help. Like, he's just like, perfect. Welcome aboard. Let's roll. Like the yeah. bold way was like the Patriot way kind of a thing. It was organically no, I completely built. agree with you. Yeah. That was organically built, you know, not I- like. LeBron, when he he leaves a team and says, "You're coming with me. You're coming with me." He's like recruiting people to build his team up. It was organic. And I, I really, I really don't want to hear the he didn't have a Scottie Pippen excuse because he's had Dwayne Wade, he's had Kyrie, he now has Anthony Davis. Like Chris he, Bosch, when he moved, when he Ray yeah, Allen. When he moved the first time, he started to create his own teams with his own players next to him. Like, yeah, these like are his hand-picked guys. And, and honestly, that's more what I have a little bit of a beef with with him. It's I 
when Kobe Bryant passed away, I actually thought there was a really interesting, and not to, to, to be like the kumbaya guy for a second, but I saw a, a tweet, I think it was, that was pretty interesting. They said that, you know, why do we have to compare like Kobe to LeBron, right? And they were like, why, like the fact that they both made the game better, like that's what we should celebrate. I think that's what they would celebrate. And I, and I, and I understand where they're coming from, and I tend to agree, but I don't – Let's say he made it worse. I just don't feel like, like – like, I feel like I love the game that MJ made. I love the game that Kobe made. They were tough. They lived in the gym like 23 hours a day. LeBron's like, I want to sip on wine like coming in a little bit, you know. I want to have some fun. Load maintenance. Like it's a new league. Okay, like they want to chit-chat about politics a little bit in there. Like whatever. Like it's just a different like genre, and I just don't like it as much as the, maybe what I would have like watched when I was a little kid. That's all. Yeah, I got you there. Yeah. No, like LeBron basically just picked and choose and did his own thing and dictated his own story in a sense. Whereas, you know, yeah, you can make the argument about MJ, how he left the team for 18 months, whatever. But other than that, I mean, he, you know, he was with the same team. He wrote it out. Same with Kobe. Same team, wrote it out. Like, yeah. You know, was loyal. Yeah. But I'll tell you, it's just funny. Looking at that, though, it did. It, we we started doing this thing, Josh. Like I was saying, we're we're starting a little segment called like what uh, what did I learn, right? You see, like a documentary. We just like every maybe Monday. We do like a Monday thing. What did I learn? And for me, this is actually I was watching a video on like one of the drafts in like the eighties. I'll go first. What I learned, which was I just wasn't expecting this at all. That I didn't realize Boomer Sison went to Maryland, and that's like not kind of like like who cares? But it's just one of those things where I'm like, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that, like, you know, Maryland had, like, that, like, had that good of a quarterback and da-da-da-da. I don't know. Like, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Like, and I would imagine that if you're under the age of 28, you probably are with me and would agree. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah, because you don't really think of Maryland, even now, really being much of a – I mean, okay, they had Stefan Diggs, I guess, and a couple others. But, like, they're not really a predominant football school, and I can't imagine they were when Boomer Sison was there. Were they – even... What's that? Were they any good? When Boomer was there? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I have no clue. <laughs> Maybe that's something else I should learn. Hey, if, we don't, if we don't know, then probably not that much. Then they probably were not that good. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, but um, I don't know. But do you guys have anything that you learned anything this weekend? So, so yeah. well, you guys. No, you're good. All right. Um, I guess mine wasn't this weekend. It was from last week. I finished my book, my Doug Peterson book. Um, and I learned that Doug's first time around with the Eagles, um, I guess not really first time, but his first time around was when he was quarterback. First time coaching with the Eagles. Um, he was actually the only person to meet with Nick Foles. Like no other teams, no other organizations at all met with Nick Foles ahead of that draft. Uh, he was the only one. So that rapport with Foles from the draft um, actually helped not only bring Nick to Kansas City when he was the backup in Kansas City, but then bring Nick back to the Eagles um, to be our backup before you know we went to the Super Bowl. All right. So, well, that was pretty cool. It's just amazing how you build that relationship one time and that connection, and how much years. Well, so down many the road. years, and just yeah. like, like, like Doug went to Kansas City and then back to Philadelphia. Foles went from Philadelphia to the Rams to Kansas City and then back to like it's just so much yeah oh Jake Clavis's mom went to school with Boomer Siasen in Maryland 
There you wow. go. There you go. See the small world. <laughs> were they good then? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Can we find that out? <laughs> yeah. So how were they? Um, but no, that's a good one too. I, I love his journey too. I want to actually read that book too. It's, I mean, I feel like a, a backup quarterback story is just a really interesting one to hear. Well, I mean, you'll love it. I mean, I, I mean, you, I've been telling you this. It's, there's, there's so many Packers stories in there. So, <laughs> I love that. You'll like love it. That. You'll like it. That'd be great. And you know, what? I think our, our crew's gonna like something. We got our mock draft coming up this week, Wednesday night, boys. You excited? Oh, it's gonna be great. JB, JB, you're gonna be in it while we're on the panel. This will be some fun stuff. All right, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Sounds like I just can't wait to get my I can't wait to get my my Mike Mayock on. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I'm gonna be like Mel Kuyper. I've got my coffee right here. I like to talk and choppy. I'm gonna like talk like I text, just like choppy, like da, 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 like oh, yeah. Perfect. I'll be the Todd McShay. Oh, they said Maryland sucked, by the way. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> oh, nothing's changed. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Something's ever changed. But what, here, we want to thank everyone for listening. I'll tell you real quick before I'm going to pull up uh, our social media and stuff. So if you can't watch the draft uh, on Wednesday when we air it at 7 o'clock, um, you can check us out Spotify, iTunes. Like I said, all our social media will be on uh, Instagram and Twitter at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, you can watch us on our Twitch channel as well as uh, the website where there'll be all, all that fun stuff and the draft results will be out as well. So it'll be a good time, like I said, in Spotify and iTunes. Yeah. So Zach, you want to give anyone uh, any departing any departing words or thoughts? Um, maybe a little fun fact, then we'll we'll say goodbye. It was uh, did you know Mike Bibby used to clip his fingernails when he would go back to the uh, to his bench on? on Dude, I'm hard, I forgot. I, I just I I completely yeah. just ran away with your what no you no to? you're good no no wow. that's I think that's a little zinger. I want everyone to just to leave the show thinking like what that's uh that's perfect. That's kind of feel pretty fresh. I like getting you know I'm I'm a big. Cut the nails early, kind of person. Yeah. Okay. Cut the nails early, kind of. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't like seeing them because I just feel like I, I was well. I, I bit them, you know. So like now it's like it's it's like I'm like a like an ex. Uh, I got to look at him. I'm like just, I'm not fighting you anymore. So take the temptation well, away. I just got a notification that J Lo and A Rod are looking to try to buy the Mets. Oh man, really? That's a closing thought. Yeah, I'll close with that. Chad, what do you got? Not that. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just going to say that uh, that we're getting into Colin Coward type of stuff. And we're like, he is a nail clipping kind of guy. <laughs> he likes the clippers. <laughs> you know, he's a nail clipping guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, my God. Well, maybe we'll break that out. We'll, I'll just, like, throw a curveball, Josh, when you take someone. I'll be like, uh, and what's the situation with the nail clipping? Good trimmers, bad tr- you know, the whole thing. We'll dive into it. Well, fun. So – um, but you know, I feel bad. We're teasing Wednesday, so we got a show tomorrow. Too. <laughs> right. we'll be, we will be on at our normal time at seven o'clock tomorrow. So you know, and, and like I said, just keeping the, the draft buzz going. And like I said, it's exciting. It's fun stuff right here in the in the, in the old living room. Something this to care all, about. This is all we can live for right now. So I know it's so sad, isn't it? Mm. But we want to thank everyone for listening. So yeah, we'll we'll be uh, right back here at the living room at seven o'clock Eastern time tomorrow. We want to thank everyone for listening. And like I said, we'll catch everybody. On the flip side. Cheers. Cheers.